on the top of page Rish Chavav 226, the beginning of the paragraph. And it's often speaking about the idea of Malchus. Only Malchus is able to bring down the actual revelation of Godliness in the world of Attilus and make it fitting to be received by the creations of Biyah. Because the Kalim are not enough. His Kalim are a limitation and they bring about revelation, but only of the actual Sphira itself. They tell you about the Sphira. But Malchus actually has a pu'ula, has an effect on the Sphira, on the Eir of that Sphira, to bring it down and to make it more fitting to enliven world, the limited world of the world of Biyah. So only Malchus has the true idea of revelation, revealing the Yeshus and the Metzias of that thing, making it Nigla Venikrit making it totally recognizable and therefore leaving room for a feeling of separateness to create the lower world of Biyah. So, beginning of the paragraph, but the truth is that Malchus actually has a source that's even higher than the um, nine spheres above it. Because the power, this power of revelation, the potential to be able to be, have the state of revelation, which is the whole idea, definition of Malchus is revelation, it's the revelation of every sphere. This ability to have revelation, it comes from a very high source. As it's known from the idea we say in Davening, the supernal God who is, bestows great kindnesses, good kindnesses, that the idea of bestowing kindness, which chesed always is an idea of, like in physical, when you give chesed to somebody, so you're giving over. Uh, whether, whether whether it is money or your help, your time, you're giving something. So chesed that give gili. So gemo chasadim tevin. The idea of giving over revelation of godliness is specifically sourced in kel elim, the supernal god, which means a very high level of godliness. So to understand this idea by way of an analogy, like the nature of a great, very great sage is just to intellectualize to himself and not to not to give over, not to teach to another person. A very, very, very high sage, very smart person. He just he'd rather just be by himself and intellectualize and think deep concepts without giving over. That's his nature. Okay, do the Mechan God with him as it's known that mature, very mature, very high level intellect, like this intellect of this amazing uh, high level sage, is become Sabdol. The nature of this high level intellect is to be removed from um, anything outside of it. To be attached to basically above, meaning to be attached to intellectual ideas which are above above it, and not to give over, not to be in a state of giving. That is the teva, the nature of a very mature state of intellect. However, when this great sage who has this mature state of intellect, when he experiences a flow from the source of intellect, a very great, intense flow of intellect from the source of intellect, from the source of seichel, he's not able to contain himself, and he gives over, he teaches it to somebody else. When he experiences an amazing concept, he just comprehend something that it took him so long. Oh my gosh, I just understood it. He has to go. He, he needs to express it to somebody. He feels that need because it's coming from such a high source. Like we're going to say, Kel Elyon, specifically from a high source. That's why Gimel Chassam So we see from here that the reason for this sage, who usually is very removed from the world and within his own mind, the reason that he's giving over, he's teaching it to somebody else, is because specifically because of the take of Agilu because of the intense revelation which he's experiencing in himself. Like it says in the verse, 
then your light will break through like the morning like the morning rays of the sun that verse the reason why the light breaks through is because of the intense intensity of the revelation who and so too is the same idea applies the concept applies with Malchus that the revelation of Malchus it stems from a very very high level the fact that there's revelation is because it's coming from a very high level just like the sage the fact that he's revealing he's going down to teach he's giving over from his sublime intellect is only because he's experiencing this intense revelation from a very high level um, as it says in the verse the deeper explanation of this verse, your kingship is the kingship of all the worlds. The level of Malchus, meaning the kingship of all the worlds, the level of Malchus which extends and gives energy to enliven all the created worlds, which is referring to how Malchus is the source of the created worlds, it comes from the level of Malchus, your Malchus, which is the level of Malchus, how it is within the infinite essence of Hashem, meaning the Malchus, how it is still in the essence of Hashem, and hidden, have totally absorbed within the infinite essence of Hashem. Malchus your Malchus, the state of Malchus, how it is with absorbed within the infinite, is the Malchus Chayom, is the source of the revelation of Malchus. So we see the revelation has a source at a very, very high level. And this is also the meaning, deeper meaning of the verse. I will praise you, I will exalt you, lift you up, Hashem, because you have Dilisani, because you have lifted me out of the pits. Which implies also that the revelation of Malchus is from the Reimimus, from the exalted essence of the infinite essence of Hashem. Because Arimim Hashem, Ki Dilisani. Dilisani, not only does it mean to lift up, but it also comes the word Dalus and Anius, poorness, which also is referring to Malchus, which is Malchus, the Uzair says, the lace Lamigamakum, it has nothing of itself, just like a poor person has nothing of his, of his own. And that, so Dilisani can also be referring to that Dalus, the Malchus, the poorness of Malchus. And where is the, the revelation of Malchus? This Dilisani comes from Arimim Chashem, from the Reimim of Hashem, the infinite, uh, exalted essence of Hashem. And this will be understood more by, like we find, like the written Torah, the oral Torah. That the written Torah, obviously, is a lot higher level than the oral Torah. The written Torah was given directly from Hashem, just written down, whereas the oral Torah was, was given down to the intellect of the sages, even though obviously it's, it's a direct um, transfer from Hashem at Har Sinai, from Moshe Rabbeinu to Har Sinai, but the written Torah is the actual writing of what Hashem said. So the written Torah obviously is on a lot higher level than the oral, the oral Torah. So oral Torah's whole purpose is to explain the written Torah and to expand on the verses of the written Torah. So we see that it must be that the, the written Torah is the source, is the main thing. The oral Torah is going to explain it. But nevertheless, the main revelation of Hashem's true desire, what is what is true real is, is in the oral Torah. Where do you experience the true revelation of what you know? How to, what you know? What the verse means that you should put on tefillin? What does it mean? What are tefillin made of? What are what, where you supposed to put them, etc.? That is specifically revealed in the Torah Shabbatah. Just from the written Torah, you would not know how to do the mitzvah. Only from the written oral Torah, you understand how to do the mitzvah. Like, in, for example, the Mitzvah Shabbos, in the Torah, the written Torah just says a couple verses about it. But in the oral Torah, there's many different details about the Mitzvah Shabbos. Like the 39 forbidden labors of Shabbos. Like we learn from the repetition of these words in the verses in the, in the written Torah, 
the Mishkan, and also from the 39 different labors of the Mishkan. So we learn all these different things out from the few verses that it says in the written Torah. We learn them at length, a whole tractate of Shabbos in the oral Torah. So and so do many different details of the all the great uh, section of laws of Shabbos. So many different laws. And the same applies with all commandments. The revelation of the details of how you should do these mitzvahs and what is this, specifically the will of Hashem. How do you do this? Is only in the oral Torah. And the true desire of Hashem that there should be the revelation of His will. We should know exactly Hashem wants that His will should be revealed in this world through us doing the mitzvahs and learning Torah, but in the proper way. And that we should do Hashem's will. There should be a revelation of His will, and that we should do His will. And the only way to do that is specifically through the oral Torah. So we see again that the revelation of the idea of Malchus, like the Tikkun Ezra says, that Malchus is the mouth, which is the Teresh the oral Torah. Malchus is the idea of revelation, and that is the idea of the mouth. Speech is another analogy for Malchus. Speech is what you're revealing, your, what is in your mind, hidden in your thoughts. So we see that the revelation of Malchus, meaning of, of Teresh which brings out the revelation of Hashem's will, Teresh in love. Only we call Malchus is called the oral Torah. Who is a lot higher level than the written Torah. Because where where do we see that the Shem's will comes into its full expression only in the oral Torah? So therefore, its source is a lot higher. It's a lot rooted deeper in Hashem's true desire. And therefore, we see again that the source of revelation is in the deepest levels of godliness. As it's known that the Tanoim and Amiroim, the sages of the Gemara and the, and the Mishnah, through their intense level of submission, of self-nullification that they experienced to Hashem. That's how they reached a very high level of godliness to attach themselves to a very high level of godliness in order to know the true will of Hashem. And that's how they were able to reveal Hashem's will in the oral Torah because they attached themselves to that high level which is the source of that revelation. And so to we can apply this to the revelation of the idea of Malchus which is the revelation of every sphere like we said before. The it, It's rooted in a very, very high level of godliness. Another example, like by Moshe, it says, when Moshe said, I can't speak, I, am, I have a stutter. Hashem said, I will be with your mouth. Don't worry, I'll give you. Who gave people the, the ability to speak? Who gives you a mouth to speak? I can give you the power to speak. And it says specifically the word, I, which refers always to Hashem's essence, will be with your mouth. And it says, who has given man a mouth? Only me, my, me and my essence. Adam, so now with the deeper meaning of this verse, is Adam who became Adam Adam the Atilus. Adam always refers to the supernal man of the world of Atilus, which is referring to the likeness of the man, which is the basically the tenth spheres, which the tenth spheres are in the same shape, so to say, the same um, image of a man down here, which is made up of ten keches, ten faculties of his soul, from Chachma all the way to Malchus. So the supernal man of the world of, of the world of Atilus is referring to the ten spheres of the world of Atilus, and that's why it's called Adam as Adam Elyin. The word Adam comes from the Dabla Elyon. I'm, I'm compared to the uh, supernal because the world of Atilus is just a revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem and a revelation of that which was concealed before in that infinite essence. So, Adam, so Adam refers to the supernal man of the world of Atilus, which is in a state of, of utter nullification and absorption within its source. Meaning it's in the total state of not being going down and not 
being able to reveal itself because it's totally absorbed and being it's totally nullified and being and absorbing from its source. In order there should be an idea, a revelation, a mouth to this supernal man of Atulus, meaning in order there should be the idea of Malchus the world of Atulus, who means the only way to bring about a revelation in the world of Atulus, which is experiencing a total bittle to the alien safe above it, which therefore is totally absorbed in that, and I do the 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 Mivla Lepoli, being that it's busy absorbing it can't give out. The only way that it can experience a revelation is only through a revelation from the level of Anuichi, from the essence of Hashem. Like the Medrash says in the verse, these are the words which Moshe spoke. How did Moshe have the ability to speak? It says he was he had a stutter. Rather, the Medrash says he got it from the giving of the Torah. From what Hashem said, I am Hashem, your God. Again, using the word Anoichi, Hashem in His essence, which is the highest level, the highest highest level, is what gives the ability for revelation. The fact that Moshe was, uh, had a stutter is actually a positive quality within him. And what was this positive quality? Because he was in such a state of bittel, of self-nullification to Hashem and total, being totally absorbed in basically receiving from Hashem, and therefore, he, he didn't have the possibility to be in a state of ashba of giving over, because he was totally absorbed in receiving, in a state of total bittel and total surrender to his source. Because the idea of giving over from yourself, that's an idea of yesh, it's expression of your yeshes. Speaking or teaching, it's your, your giving over from your mind and from what you understood to others. So in general, the whole idea of any idea of influx of giving over is an expression of yeshus, whereas receiving and just being in total state of being a total receiver and just um, an empty vessel receiving that's in a state of, that's idea of bittel. So Moshe didn't have this ability to speak because of this special quality that he had of bittel. See what it said in the, in the other mind where we learned earlier in this hamshich the that the giving over, that the neshamis of ma, the neshamis that experiences intense bittel, is not in a state of yesh. Their their hashba is not in yesh because these neshamis are very very special and they have, they have a um, inherent quality of bittel. But so how can we say we just said before that any hashba is the idea of yeshes, but the hashba of the neshamis of ma is not in a state of yeshes. So what's the how do you um, between these two places, how do you um, set, settle this seeming contradiction between them? The Yishlemer, that this is because the Hashpah, the Neshamis of Ma, the giving over of these Neshamis is from an even higher source, um, it's from an even higher source, as we will explain, that's why their Hashpah is not a state of Yeshus at all, because it comes from an even higher source, meaning a higher source than usual idea of Hashpah. So if seemingly, if so, this is a, this idea of the fact that he, the Moshe Rabbeinu could not speak, it was a stutter, is actually a positive quality within him. So why are we saying that um, Moshe wasn't able to speak, and how did he get the quality, how did he get the power to speak? Because of Mount Tehor, the idea of a Neichi, the high, this high revelation of Hashem's essence. Seemingly, why would he have the ability to speak? It wasn't a positive quality. I mean, the to yeah, it wasn't. But that's not a positive quality. It's expressive yeshes. So, 
why is it this like idea that Hashem is, the Moshe speaking is a good thing? This is not comparable to other people. That the lack of speech and the lack of being able to give over is a sign of weakness. Because there's some type of some type of lacking in their inner um, faculties and in their inner and in their powers of their of their of their um, um, inner kachis, meaning the fact that they can't speak, somebody can't speak, he stutters, that shows that they have something wrong with them, basically, in their body, or in their mind, in their um, emotions. But Meisha obviously was not like most people, and therefore it wasn't, this fact that his stutter didn't stem from these inner power, these inner problems that he had within himself, it doesn't show on a certain. It doesn't show on a weakness. God forbid. Because of his very special quality that he had. And so, therefore, the question is why, by the giving of the teda, was it brought about by Moshe this idea of speech? Which seemingly shows on a descent. Um, God forbid by Moshe because the fact that he couldn't speak shows on a mile that it was so bottled to his source he couldn't give out any expression of yeshus. But in truth, it's impossible to say. So it's impossible to say that uh, this idea of speech that was given to him by Matanteda is a yirida, as a descent. Shari called this all in this alub Matanteda that all the Jewish people were uh, were uplifted by the giving of the Torah. Upon him, upon him, dibar Hashemim like it says, the giving of Torah, that Shem spoke to the Jewish people face to face. Obviously, that means that a deep connection that was experienced with the face to face, face in the Hebrew panim, is, is comes from the, from the same wording as panemius, the inner core, inner essence. They experienced the revelation of the inner essence of Hashem, obviously uplifting them to a higher level. And all the more so that Moshe was uplifted to a higher level. Reish Kolisrael, the head of all the Jewish people. For sure, was uplifted to a a spiritual state that was so totally uncomparable to his regular regular state. So therefore, how can we say that he was brought about by him a level, a, a sort of idea of deeper, which caused him to descend? It's impossible to say that. So we'll stop right there at the top, beginning of page Reish Chav Zayin, the very top.